This is the time of year where you want to feel comfortable, and Burkhart wants you and your family to be safe. That's why they asked me to talk about Generac Automatic Standby Generators. When the power goes out, a Generac generator from Burkhart will keep the lights on, your refrigerator on, air conditioning. It's all up and running instantly. So next time the storm hits, don't be left in the dark. Talk to Burkhart about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Hi, Eric Ashwood, celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Opelie. Welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I am your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM on your radio dial. 
iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, our digital platforms, free download for your smartphone or tablet. NashFM1061.com and EricAsher.com on the World Wide Web. Our social media platforms, if you'd like to partake, at Eric underscore Asher on X, formerly Twitter. Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. We're now on threads as well. Uh, you can download our podcast because our podcast is everywhere. Anchor, Spotify, our home base. We're on all podcasting platforms. Search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher. Uh, the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports, Inside New Orleans Sports pardon me, will feature uh, Les East of CrestCitySports.com this week. Uh, we are efforting another guest. If we don't, it'll be Les and I, which is cool. If not, it'll be great because we'll have the roundtable. Uh, that is Thursday at 1 o'clock on WLAE-TV with our live broadcast, also live streaming on the WLAE-TV YouTube page. 6 p.m. on LAE every Thursday night, 10 o'clock on The Deuce. That's WLAE-TV 2 every Thursday night. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television. That is statewide. 10 o'clock on WLAE. Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on The Deuce. Sunday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Always at EricAsher.com. Always on our social media platforms. Always on the WLA-TV YouTube page uh, as well. All right. Um, boy, a lot to get into today. This is going to be a busy show. All right. Uh, first of all, Matty Hudak, uh, again, Tulane sideline reporter, will join us at 5.15, as promised. We'll do some Tulane today. Um, Tulane getting uh, ready to take on South Alabama. Uh, in their opener on Saturday. Uh, LSU getting ready to take on um, Florida State in Orlando on Sunday. Now, everybody's watching uh, the hurricane that is bearing down on the Florida Gulf Coast right now. If you've looked at the wind field uh, of that hurricane, if it is truly going to be a Category 3, I think it's Idalia, that uh, will hit the Florida Gulf Coast probably tomorrow. that wind field does hit Orlando. So we have no idea, again, what's going to happen there. Everybody, again, it's all systems go for the game on Sunday as of right now. Uh, but, again, we, we know from, again, being uh, having to deal with hurricanes. Today, the 18th anniversary of the, uh, uh, the largest man-made disaster in the history of this country, the failure of the federal levies after, again, Hurricane Katrina. Um, we know, again, that anything can happen. And, again, our prayers are with Florida. And then, the, of course, the East Coast. Uh, uh, where again, um, Idalia is expected to be able to uh, to cut across before it heads out in, into uh, the Atlantic Ocean. So we'll see again how that plays out. Hopefully, that is not going to be an issue for for the L- for the LSU Tigers and Florida State in terms of getting their game off. More importantly, hopefully, it's not again significant damage, death uh, from this upcoming hurricane, as we are in it now, right, folks? I mean, this is it: August, September. Uh, unfortunately, we recently we've seen into October, which again is something. And again, we haven't seen a lot in my lifetime, uh, but we've seen a lot recently. So, again, uh, you know, just be ready. Be prepared. But, again, uh, as far as LSU, Florida State, just keep your eyes to what's going on, especially those that are traveling to Orlando uh, for the game. All right. A lot of big things, a lot of things to get into today. Saints get down to 53. I'm going to give you those cuts. I'm going to give you those, those players that were terminated. Those were waived. Um, we'll get into that. There was also a trade made. I'll get into that as well. Um, also, today is the 18th anniversary of Katrina. I've done this for 18 years. Again, on this program, I will give you my monologue on, again, where we are post-Katrina. Uh, the city council is moving forward. New Orleans city council is moving forward with um, the uh, 
with, with a Leeserich investigation into Lucky Dogs. And I've talked about this in this program previously, and I'll get into this a little bit later on. Uh, Lucky Dogs is the lone street vendor on, on, on that can sell food in the French Quarter. That, that was grandfathered in back in 1972. There's a reason why, to protect brick-and-mortar restaurants. Uh, the council, Freddie King leading the uh, charge there as the councilman for District C, who represents the French Quarter, is moving forward to allow, again, the proliferation of uh, food carts and food trucks uh, that would be in the quarter, that would be allowed in the quarter. No, it would no longer be just Lucky Dog. You would have other food vendors that would be allowed to be able to operate within the confines of the French Quarter. You guys know I'm very much against this. Very much again, not against food trucks, not against food uh, food carts, uh, but I'm about protecting again uh, brick and mortar restaurants in our city. Um, I'll get into that a little bit later on. I talked about it a few months ago, about a month and a half, two months ago, when Lee first came out with his um, his investigation. I said it then. I love Lee Zurich. Lee Zurich's a good friend of mine. Okay, uh, I think Lee Zurich does it does a great service for this city with his investigations into again uh, uh, corrupt politicians and 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 just you know. Uh, his investigation into what's going wrong in our city and our state. I, I, I'm all for it, okay? But I think, again, he's off base on this. And I think the council's off base here as well. There's a reason why this was done in the 70s uh, to protect, again, the brick-and-mortar restaurants here in the city. So I'll get into that a little bit later on the program as well. But let's start with the Saints. Uh, big day uh, for the Saints. Big day, again, for a lot of players out there around the NFL. I talked about it yesterday. 1,200 players are going to be released today or, again, either put on IR or some type of, again, um, uh, injury designation. Uh, with that said, let's jump into it. Okay, uh, first of all, um, the entire draft class has made the final, the, the, sorry, the initial 53. It's the initial 53. It's not the final 53. It's the initial 53. They had to get down to, again, the initial 53 uh, in, um, for, uh, um, by 3 o'clock today. Uh, Will Lutz was traded to Denver. There was a lot of rumors out there that, again, that the Saints were looking to move off of Lutz, and they were willing to be able to, uh, to trade him. Uh, of course, drafted by Sean Payton, they get a seventh-round pick uh, for Will Lutz in this year's upcoming draft. He has $2.4 million in dead money. I talked about this yesterday. Now, you can you can spread that dead, dead money over two seasons. So, uh, you go $1.2 million this year, $1.2 million next year on, on the dead money for Will Lutz. But, that again, uh, that means that Blake Groupie has won uh, the uh, place-kicking job for the New Orleans Saints. It was being reported earlier today. The Saints were looking to trade Blake Gilligan. Uh, again, they did not trade him. There was no trade partners. And if you're looking to trade a guy like that, okay, uh, more than likely you're not going to get takers, okay? So we'll see. Uh, but he has been waived. That means Lou Henley, the 30-year-old rookie out of Australia via Miami, uh, has won the punter's job. Uh, Jalen Smith, his contract was terminated today. Okay, and I know this is a surprise to a lot of people, including myself. This is probably, again, uh, about maybe one of two things that I'll get into in a moment. Could be a financial thing. Could not be, right? Uh, could be a situation where, again, they just need to clear out uh, the, um, uh, the, 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 the players are going to go on IR and the practice squad, and they bring him back to the active roster. With that said, uh, I'll give you the rest of those um, uh, those releases, the, uh, sorry, those that are terminated, those are waived. One reminder, everybody, I said this yesterday, okay? Vested veterans that are on, on the roster week one, their salaries are fully guaranteed for the season. That could be part of the situation with Jalen Smith. We've seen the Saints cut veterans in the past and bring them back in week two so their entire salary doesn't count against the cap. All right, that's part of this. Um, 
Also, in order to bring a player back, uh, 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 there's a lot of players that, again, that were on the active roster now, they'll go to the IR. Those players have to stay on the IR in order to put them on short-term IR, and, and I've and I got to believe that Traquan Smith is one of those, right? Uh, they're going to have to be on the final 53 today. Then tomorrow, they can move, be moved to short-term IR. Eight players can be brought back during the uh, brought back to the active roster throughout the season uh, after four weeks on IR. Okay, so that's part of this. Um, also, um, teams now once they've released their players, fifty-three down uh, at three o'clock today. Um, they the, the uh, they have until 11 o'clock to claim the unvested players. Now, that's players that will waive with less than four seasons accrued through the waiver wire and place them on their active roster. At that point, after 11 o'clock tomorrow, New Orleans time, those players become uh, 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 made it through the waiver wire. Uh, they are free at that point as a restricted free agent to sign with, with another team. Okay, vets, vested vets with a minimum four season accrued, as I mentioned yesterday, automatically become unrestricted free agents and are able to sign with any team. Uh, after the 11 o'clock deadline tomorrow, the, uh, again, the Saints and, and the other 31 teams uh, can start assigning players to their practice squad. Remember, players with an unlimited amount of experience, you can have six players maximum. That's veterans, right? You can have two or few, uh, a few uh, with, uh, you can have players with two or few accrued season, 10 players maximum on that practice squad. Players with, with no accrued seasons or active less than nine games in one season, uh, you can have all 16, if you'd like, players on the practice squad with players of, of, of that ilk. So, again, uh, we'll see again how the Saints are going to play this out. But let's go through the cuts. Uh, and, and those that were waived today, those that were terminated today. Remember, vested veterans are terminated. They become unrestricted free agents immediately, can sign with any other team. Players that are waived have to go through the waiver wire process, and that is based on your, your, this, where you were in the standings last year. Not necessarily where you were in the draft order, because, again, some, some teams trade out of draft, the, their draft choice. Where you were, again, uh, in, 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 in the standings, Last year. That's what it's based off of. So Ryan Connolly, who got injured, uh, was terminated today. Maybe he comes back to IR. Maybe he doesn't. More like he's terminated. He's done. Uh, J.P. Holtz, terminated today. Jesse James, terminated today. Storm Norton, terminated today. I could see him coming back and put on the practice squad. I said that yesterday. A surprise. Bradley Roby uh, was terminated today. Uh, that, again, um, that, that is going to open up... Uh, a uh, an opportunity um, for what is it uh, now to be your 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 nickelback? Um, so uh, we'll see again how how that kind of plays out. Um, as far as Bradley Roby goes, let me look at this real quick. I should have done this before I came on the program today, but if you bear with me for a second, I'll give you his dead money uh, what it is because again I'm. I was listening to Gus earlier today, and uh, Gus said that uh, this was a um, this was a move that was made uh, for um, um, for salary cap purposes. Okay, uh, and and I'll get that for you in a moment, folks, because again, I'm, I'm having a little 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 problem here finding him on this list. But um, nevertheless, Bradley Roby wa- was part of the um, uh, for- part of the veterans that were terminated today. A little bit of a surprise. Jalen Smith, I mentioned him earlier. He was terminated uh, again uh, through his Twitter feed. Everybody expects him to be back uh, on the team. Ty Summers. 
terminated. Daryl Williams terminated. So let me go through that again for those that are tuning in. Ryan Connolly, J.P. Holtz, Jesse James, Storm Norton, Bradley Roby, Jalen Smith, Ty Summers, Daryl Williams were all terminated today. They are vested veterans. They become a, a, a unrestricted free agent immediately and can sign with any team. Um, the, the players that were waived today, Jonathan Abram, Nick Anderson, formerly of Tulane, Kawan Baker, former seventh seventh round pick a couple of years ago. Jake Vargas, Lynn Bowden Jr., Jaron Cage, Shaq Davis. I expect him back on the practice squad. Prince Emile, Mark Evans, Chuck Fagila, uh, Adrian Fry, Blake Gilligan cut today. Uh, Jack Kauflin, expect him back on the practice squad. Anthony Johnson, Lewis Kidd, John J. Kirkland, expect him back on the practice squad. Tommy Kramer, I expect him back on the practice squad. Lewis Krull, I expect him back on the practice squad. Nico Lalos, I expect him back on the practice squad. Uh, uh, Ellis Merriweather, I expect him back on the practice squad. Possibility that Smoke Monday, who was waived today, will be back on the practice squad. Anthony Orje could be back on the practice squad. He was waived today. Kyle Phillips was waived today. Alex Philstrom was waived today. Troy Pride was waived today. And Calvin Throckmore. Morton was waived today. And uh, again, I mentioned that Throckmorton, I thought he had taken a dive this year. Uh, you know, last year got a lot of playing time because of injuries. Uh, again, he is, he, it looks like he had taken a dive. He is gone. Now, the Saints again uh, have to establish their 16 player practice squad. Uh, again, they have a practice day with the, with the 53 that they have on the roster today. They had a practice today, uh, this afternoon. Uh, so, again, for those that are just tuning in, let me do this one more time for the cuts. And, and um, uh, the, those that were waived, those are vested veterans. Those are Ryan Connell. I'm sorry, well, those that were terminated. Ryan Connolly, J.P. Holtz, Jesse James, Storm Norton, Bradley Roby, Jalen Smith, Ty Summers, Darrell Williams. Players that were waived. That, again, is less than four years of seasons accrued in the NFL. They have to go through the waiver process. Jonathan Abram, Nick Anderson, Kwan Baker, Jake Vargas, Lynn Brown Jr., Jerron Cage, Shaq Davis, Prince Amelie, Mark Evans, Chuck Fagila, Adrian Fry, Blake Gilligan, Jack Heflin, Anthony Johnson, Lewis Kidd, John Trey Kirkland, Tommy Kramer, Lewis Crow, Nico Lalos, Ellis, Mar- uh, Ellis Merriweather, Smoke Monday, Anthony RJ, Kyle Phillips, Alvin Sh- Alex Philstrom, Troy Pride, Calvin Throckmorton. So here we go. Uh, this is not the final 53, as I mentioned earlier. Okay? Uh, this is the initial 53. Uh, we'll see again who is ultimately again put on IR. Uh, I think a candidate for that obviously could be Landon Young, who uh, again is dealing with some injuries right now. Uh, Traquan Smith could go on short-term IR uh, as well. Uh, you could see, again, now that again Salaveri has made the, 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 uh, the 53, maybe he moves to the practice squad. You can put him on the practice squad uh, uh, tomorrow if you'd like and move a veteran back in. Like I said, Storm Norton, I expect him possibly back on, on, on the uh, on the. Uh, on at least the practice squad. Uh, right now, when you look at the wide receiver position, it's Thomas, Olave, Shahid, Kirkwood, A.T. Perry. Okay, those are your wide receivers on the team as of right now, and Traquan Smith. Uh, as far as the, um, uh, as far as the um, offensive line goes, uh, right now it is Penning is your starter. Hurst is your starter at left guard. Pete is backing him up. McCoy is your starting center. Ruiz is, is your starting right guard. Ramshack, your starting right tackle. Backing them up as of right now, Landon Young, James Hurst, Max Garcia, uh, Nick Saddleberry. Okay, so that's, um, uh, that, that's your offensive line. 
Um, tight ends, Jawan Johnson, Foster Murrow, Taysom Hill, Jimmy Graham. Those are your tight ends, uh, with Taysom Hill being your jack-of-all-trades. Quarterbacks, Derek Carr, Jameis Winston, Jake Hayner. Uh, running backs, Kamara is on suspension for the first three games of the season. Jamal Williams and, uh, and Kendra Miller. Or your two running backs, there will be another running back uh, that will be signed again, whether that be Jamal Williams bringing back Merriweather on the practice squad, whatever it's going to be, somebody's coming back there as well. Um, also, um, let me see, I'm trying to see if uh, Kurt Merrick was, uh, I don't see Kurt Merrick on the, um, I don't, do not see Kurt Merrick on the, on the waiver wire. So that means he made the initial 53. And that means that he is the he is your running back slash wide receiver. So he will play both positions. Wide receiver, running back. As of right now, I think he's a practice squad candidate. Al, uh, Adam Prentice is your only fullback uh, on defense. Cam Jordan, uh, Passigno, um are, are your left defensive ends. Left defensive tackle, Nathan Shepard, Brian Brzee. Uh, right defensive tackle, Saunders, Roach. Uh, right defensive end, Granderson, Foskey, Turner. Those are your those are your right defensive ends. At the linebacker position, um, Werner and Sewell, uh, and of course Demario Davis uh, and Demarco Jackson are, are your linebackers. Zach Bond also makes the team uh, at the Sam linebacker position. Uh, at cornerback, uh, Adebo is your starting left cornerback. Uh, Taylor is your is now your nickelback. Um, also, um, you have um, at the strong safety position, uh, Marcus May, the rookie Jordan Howden make, and makes the team. Tyron Matthew is your free safety. JT Gray is your backup there, also again uh, on, on special teams. Um, also, uh, Lattimore is your starting corner. On, on the right side, Isaac Yedem made the uh, team. Uh, so, again, he is backing up. Uh, and then, of course, you have uh, Lonnie Johnson Jr. and uh, Ugo Amade also made the team, rounding out the defense. As mentioned, Blake Gilligan was cut. Lou Henley is your new punter. Uh, Will Lutz was traded to the Denver Broncos for this year's seventh-round uh, pick from them. Uh, and Blake, Blake Groupie is your place kicker. Zach Wood is your long snapper. Uh, no word on, again, who will be returning punts and kicks, but right now it's Rashid Shahid. Uh, so we'll see again how that plays out if, again, there is a place for Jonte Kirkland uh, on this roster, with which they could be as a practice squad player. So that is the initial 53 for the New Orleans Saints. Some, some, uh, I think there are some surprises, right? Um, uh, the cutting of, of, uh, of Jalen, I'm sorry, the termination of, of Jalen Smith, but we expect him back. Um, there, were, there were so many rumors around Will Lutz being cut, being traded to the, to the Broncos that that's not a surprise here. And, and, and Groupie did a great job. Now, I will say this. I said this yesterday. I probably would have went with the guys that uh, had the experience in Gilligan and Lutz, but let's face it. They haven't been clutch over the last two years. They just haven't. Now, a lot of that for, for, for again, uh, Will Lutz has been injury, right? Uh but you're talking about a coach with a fresh start, wants his guys, right? And I'm not saying that, that Lutz and Gilligan were not um, Dennis Allen's guys, but obviously, the, uh, again, the uh, Henley's going to be cheaper. 
a little bit cheaper than Gilligan. Both will be on, on, on rookie contracts. Lutz obviously was making more than Groupie, so you're saving some money there. But remember, you have dead money, $2.4 million over two years, so about $1.2 million there. Um, it's going to come down to, again, I guess the feel from the coaching staff on who, on who won those jobs. And, and obviously, again, Henley and, and Groupie won those jobs, so it is there. It is refreshing to see all the rookies make the roster, The uh, again, the initial 53. Uh, although I do believe some of those rookies will end up on the practice squad. I expect Shaq Davis back with this team. I, again, I really think John T. Kirkland's got a chance to be back as well. Um, you know, we'll see again. I, I expect the Saints to really look at the waiver wire for offensive line help. The, again, depth there. Uh, I could even see again an, a, a, an opportunity to maybe make a trade if there is a trade available. We've seen some teams make trades for over the last two days for offensive linemen. Uh, again, a lot of cases are you know teams are just not letting good offensive linemen go. They're just not. Okay, there's just a lack of depth when it comes to quality offensive linemen across the league. And so if you get one, you're holding on to it. You get one, you're holding on to it. So we'll see. But again, look, I mean, I said this before. I thought Lewis Kidd took a step back. Uh, I thought Throckmorton took a step back. Those are two guys that played a lot of time last year for the Saints, right? You know, they're bringing in Garcia, who can play guard or, 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 or center. Obviously, that's a guy that can swing. Hurst can swing from, from, from again, uh, guard to to, um, uh, to tackle. So you've got some guys that swing there. Uh, Storm Norton can play either side if he is brought back. So, again, there's a lot of moving parts here for the New Orleans Saints. But for the most part, say on paper, and I said this yesterday, I think this is a better team than we saw last year on paper. Now, on this initial 53, did they keep the disciplined players on this team? Players that are not going to beat themselves, that are not going to beat this team. And that's the question because, again, I've mentioned it over the last few weeks. Okay? uh, There is no doubt they've upgraded the roster, in my opinion. I mean, you look at it on paper, and this is paper only. It looks like it's an upgrade. But did you upgrade the football IQ on this team? Do you have individuals that are on this team now that, again, that are disciplined, that are not, not going to beat themselves with pre-snap penalties, penalties, stupid penalties, or, again, blown assignments? Look, things happen. You can get physically beat. That's part of the game. You're going up against another pro. I get it. But you shouldn't be mentally beat. Okay, you should know your assignments, especially if you're a veteran on this team by now. You've been in the system for long enough. You should know your assignments, what your responsibilities are on every single play, and what the responsibility of your teammates are as well. You should be that versed in the offensive defense. Okay, that's number one. Number two, you should be a disciplined enough player that, again, you should be having making pre-snap penalties or, again, bonehead penalties that, that end up costing your team. And I'm talking about penalties like, you know, personal fouls, etc. If you get beat, you get beat. Okay, that's one thing. And you may call, you know, you, you see a hold now and then, okay, that, you know, a player's getting beat. They don't want the quarterback to get crushed. So, they, again, they're holding to try to save the quarter. I, I get it. You get physically beat, that, that's another issue. But you don't want a, a player to get mentally beat. You don't want a player that, again, that, that is not focused and doesn't know their assignment. And that's going to be the key to the season. Because we've went through the, the quarterbacks they're playing this year. Okay, it is not a murderer's role, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, they're playing so many rookie quarterbacks, second-year quarterbacks, third-year quarterbacks, quarterbacks that has been that never was, quarterbacks that once away, once upon a time were pretty good, and maybe they're trying to squeeze a little bit more on their career. Okay, this is they're not playing against Mahomes and Burrow and you know the, the best of the best out there this year. They're not. 
So when you're doing that, and if you have a defense that can stop the run, because we know you have a really good secondary with the New Orleans Saints, you can put pressure on, uh, put pressure on the passer, you're going to win more games than not. You just can't beat yourself. And that's the key. That's the key to the season right there. We can talk about schedule. We can talk about quarterbacks. We can talk about how bad the NFC South is. We can talk about, again, where all the power in, 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 in the league is now in the American, in the American Football Conference and the AFC. We can talk about all of them. At the end of the day, this team over the last few years would have gone farther if they didn't have one. The, the, the rash of injuries that have affected one particular position or, or two particular, you know, where you just get those, you know, you're, you're, you're pulling guys out of the XFL and USFL to come play for you, right? Guys that were bagging groceries at Dornax are, again, starting for you, and you're, you're, you're getting introduced on the day of the game. And the other part of it is guys that, again, just get you beat because they don't have a high football IQ. Whether they don't know their, their position assignments or, again, they're beating you with penalties. So if they've raised the football IQ, if they're a more disciplined team, if Dennis Allen has the room, the attention of the room now, and he's not the substitute teacher anymore, and this is truly his team, and the team is going to play for him, play hard for him, respect him as, again, the head coach, well, then, again, you've got a chance to have a really good season this year, and maybe a great season. Look, 12, 11, 10 games, right? Winning, I mean, double-digit wins, which we are used to here in New Orleans in, in, in the Breeze-Peyton era. Not so much over the last few years, post-Breeze. So we shall see. On paper, it's an upgraded roster, but you don't win on paper. All right. The players have been waived. Veterans have been terminated. The initial 53 is there. We'll see if the Saints, whether the Saints are going to try to pick up, maybe through the waiver wire or, again, through a trade to upgrade some of the uh, – backstop some of the positions. Like, again, offensive line. No doubt about it. I, at one time I would have said wide receiver, but I like these young receivers, man. Now, can these young receivers come in and can they, uh, can they block? Uh, do they understand their assignments again on again when you know because again there there are so many different things you do on a route tree with the New Orleans Saints in, in, in terms of how you're being played by the defense do they are they up to speed on that so that you can trust them and I'm talking specifically like a guy like Shaq Davis who I think could could, could maybe be on this active roster from the practice squad at some point if there's injuries so we'll see again how that plays out but right now to me, the glaring need on this on this team right now is again backstopping that offensive line, trying to bring in one or two offensive linemen that again you could put on this active roster on your practice squad. That if there are injuries, and there have been in the <laughs> in the recent past, that again you're you're, you're sliding someone in that that is uh, again a respectable NFL player and not somebody that's going to be playing for the XFL or USFL uh, again uh, uh, in, in in their upcoming spring leagues. All right. With that said. Let's take a break. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I am your host, Eric Asher. Uh, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Yes, folks, we are in tropical times, right? I mean, uh, tropical storms, hurricanes, we are just praying that we are going to be spared uh, this upcoming um, hurricane season. But when it comes to generators for your home or your business, it doesn't have to be hurricane season or a tropical event uh, for you to invest in a generator. I'll say it again. I'll keep saying it. Best investment I've ever made in my home. I'm telling you right now, hands down, best investment I've ever made in my home. Best investment. A Generac generator from Burkhart. 
Burkhardt takes care of everything for you. Okay, they made it so easy. Uh, Jason Burkhardt is an expert when it comes to generator, generic generators. Uh, he knew exactly how much generator I needed for my home. He'll come out to your home. They'll do the measurements. They'll let you know, again, what you need to be able to power up your home when the electricity goes down in your neighborhood. At Burkhardt, they do everything for you. They handle everything. Permits, planning, uh, inspections, they do it all. Their dedicated generator team are the best. Uh, they have a warehouse fully stocked with all the parts you need. There are generators right now ready to be installed in your home or your business. I said this the other day. In New Orleans, it takes two weeks to get a permit, about, approximately. In the rest of the surrounding parishes, about a week. You call Burkhardt today, within a week, okay, they'll have your permit, and, they'll have, and, they'll, and within two weeks, they'll have your generator in your backyard ready to roll. That's how quickly they can put them in right now. So, again, they'll give you the install. You have emergency service available for you, maintenance service available for you, fully stocked with all the parts you need for your generator. You can finance that generator over time. They give you a new install quality check after one month. Increase your property value. Keep that peace of mind of knowing when the power goes out in your neighborhood, your power stays on. Get a Generac generator from my friends at Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. We'll be right back. Broadcasting from the Dudley DeBosier Injury Lawyer Studios, official injury lawyers of the New Orleans Saints. Call 444-4444. This report is sponsored by Bank of America. Bank of America has powerful digital solutions for local and global businesses, so you can make every move matter. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2023. Traffic crawling on the Crescent City Connection right now eastbound. We're seeing a 35-minute ride Lafayette to the I-10 merge between Terry Parkway and uh, I-10. Very, very slow. Uh, HOV lanes taking 33 minutes. 10-minute ride westbound 610 from Norland's East to Metairie right now. And westbound I-10 read the flyover. It's about a 15-minute ride. 5-minute delay. Stop and go between the Claiborne flyover and Carrollton. New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soup, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. 
handled. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietInsAgency.com. Who doesn't like the game of volleyball? If you do, join me this season at the Human Performance Center to watch the most exciting team in the Southland Conference. Go to UNOPrivateers.com to get your tickets today. All right, welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6. Uh, Maddie Hudak, uh, Tulane sideline reporter, and she also writes for Saints News. She's going to join us at 5.15. She's the only guest today on the program. Uh, I promised you guys the dead money on, on Bradley Roby. I just didn't, didn't um, uh, go down far enough. Uh, it, look, it's not the $10 million dead money that David Anyamata left behind. It's not the uh, not the $7.6 million in dead money that Marcus Davenport left behind. Or, again, the $3.9 million in dead money that still, again, the Saints are paying for Malcolm Jenkins, okay, still today. Or the $2.4 million, as I mentioned, that can be amortized over, again, the next two seasons for Will Lutz. Um, uh, Bradley Roby only has $645,000 of, uh, of dead cap, um, which really kind of surprises me that, you know, and again, I, I'm just going by what Gus had said earlier on his program today that it was reported that it was a, it was a financial move on Bradley Roby. That's nothing, man. Uh, in, in the scheme of things, when you talk about dead money for a um, um, for um, a um, a veteran like that, so we'll see again how that kind of, how that kind of plays out. All right, let me grab Metairie Mike, and and, and after that, I, I'm I'm going to get into get into um, uh, uh, our next subject. Metairie Mike, what's happening, my man? Good afternoon, Eric. How are you? I'm doing great, brother. Thanks for the phone call. Yeah, I'm not really shocked by any of those cuts uh, today. They uh, nothing earth shattering there. Great. The uh, I did the Jim Smith was a little surprised, that, uh, but again, he's uh, the, the 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 reports are he will be back. Yeah, that's that's the only. Uh, you said that's the initial cut. When is it finalized? Well, it's initial fifty three. So that means tomorrow at eleven o'clock, all the team, all the players that were waived, those are players with less than four years accrued, will have passed through waivers. At that point, teams can start their practice squad. Okay, so the sixteen-player practice squad will be put together. Also, again, um, teams can also take players that are injured in the preseason that they want to bring back to the active roster during the season. You can bring eight players back to put on short-term IR. So we'll start to see some players, maybe Landon Young, maybe Traquan Smith, going on on short-term IR. And at that point, again, veterans may, may, be, may be brought in on, on the active roster. Maybe, again, some of those players will end up on, on – some veterans will end up on their, on their practice squad. So I, I think that, again, what we've seen over the last – I'd say the last few years, the, 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 the initial 53 is not the final 53. That won't be the 53 that we see, again, lining up against Tennessee in two weeks. Yeah. So that's yeah. what I mean. I, I say initial 53 as opposed to final 53. Yeah. My projection for this year, I've got the same mm-hmm. going 9-8. and eight. 
Nine and eight. Yeah, and then why is that? Division and uh, Dennis Allen does just enough to save his job this year. Okay. Uh, Mary Mike, this is this is a this is a, again on paper an improved team, but you have a nine and eight. Why nine and eight? Do you think do you think that they're not that far? Is it that they're not well, um, uh, maybe as advanced but, improved? Uh, actually, that's an improved. That's two games better than last year. True, true. So uh, true. you know they're going to improve, but I, I mean I don't see them uh, blowing any teams out this year. Okay. Uh, you know everybody's talking about the easy schedule. There's no easy games in the NFL. True. You know, so uh, but like I said, nine and eight, they could win the division, you know, and take it from there. That's a step in the right direction. Agreed. Yep. And it's saying, as you mentioned, it, sa- it saves the job of, uh, of Dennis Allen for sure. Now, yeah, again, I, I think he's going to this enough to come back next yeah. year. So we'll yeah. see what happens. But uh, my last comment, I think the Saints should should try to bring in a high-powered receiver. Now, maybe it's too late in the year to do that. But uh, right. if Olave gets hurt, then you're looking at Michael Thomas. He hasn't been on the field for two or three years. Right. So you, you got a problem, you know. Well, that's the, 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 we have to see again who's out there on the waiver wire, okay, and that may be something they're doing. Okay? Uh, there's no doubt about it because, you know, they kept Kirkwood uh, uh, and, they, and they kept Smith on, on the roster, and those are two guys that were being either rumored to be traded or and, and I think Trayvon Smith ends up on, on, on short-term IR. But I'm with you. All, all offseason, I've said they need to bring in another receiver. I have I got to say, I was pleasantly surprised, though, by the young players. Uh, Shaq Davis, Deontay Gian, uh, Kirkland. Uh, I think there's some upside there for, for in, in terms of, again, these young receivers down the line. And A.T. Perry, the rookie, who, again, made the, actor, or made the, the initial 53. Yeah. Oh, no. They, they have a whole lot of potential. I'm just saying, you know, a seasoned veteran, I yep. think, would really, really help out that cause. But those are the only comments I, I had. I appreciate you taking a call. Always appreciate you, Mike. Thanks Thank for being you. with us. Right. Mary Mike Bye-bye. calling in today. All right, folks. Um, I do this every year uh, since Katrina. Uh, I have a monologue on my thoughts, again, where we are. And look, there. <laughs> We're 18 years post-Katrina, and it seems like every year when I do this monologue, it seems like it's getting worse. And it wasn't like this in the beginning. There were times in the month after Katrina where we saw our region kind of come together. We were all fighting for the same thing. What was it? What? Survival, right? Right? Uh, we were pissed at the failure of the federal levy system, which cost, again, uh, most of us everything that we had worked our entire lives for. We were dealing with, what, devastation, death, insurance, road home, the cost to rebuild. Hey, where are our kids going to go to school? You know, how long until services are restored? Uh, do we have a job uh, uh, to, to return to? It? Uh, can, can we return to our business? Can we get our business back up and running? Uh, you know, and then, of course, again, a needed change in government. Um, I can remember it, 205, 06. First time in my lifetime, we were all New Orleanians. I mean, you remember the bumper sticker? We're all New Orleanians. I don't care where you were living. You had roots in this town. We were all New Orleanians. We were all pulling in the same direction. We want to change politically. We want a safe place to live. We want to be safe from crime. We want to be safe from tropical events. We demanded change. It was a different New Orleans 18 years ago. Some have moved away. Some have never come back. Many, again, young people that have flocked to our region and, uh, again, to be able to help in the recovery, they stayed. They stayed why? Because of our culture, our zest for life. They wanted to be part of the rebirth of New Orleans, our city, our citizens. They were, we were all energized. We were engaged. We were engaged in rebuilding our, uh, our city, rebuilding our lives, rebuilding our, our region. It's a different New Orleans. 
Let me say this, ladies and gentlemen. 18 years later, we've fallen back once again. The apathy that, again, led to the, uh, the failing infrastructure that we dealt with in my entire lifetime, the failed levy system, the corrupt government's back. It's back. We are a more violent city today than we were 18 years ago. Criminals that are younger, more violent, and we're 18 years removed from the largest man-made disaster in the history of this country, a.k.a. the levy failure after Hurricane Katrina. You look at the infrastructure repairs and the replacement in this city, it's far from complete. And, and, and I don't want to hear, oh, it's taking... Look at St. Bernard Parish, where I lived before the storm, where we lost everything. Water over our roof. Had to start completely over, right? You look at that parish. That parish is back, okay? They were devastated. Look at the surrounding parishes. They are back. They've been rebuilt. Now, I understand New Orleans 300 years old, okay? It's, it, it's an older city. I get it. Should be further along. Politically, we backslide, okay? When you look at the backsliding, we've done it. We've learned nothing from the years of political corruption, the backroom deals. Uh, the next generation of political families have taken over, and the song remains the same. No different. We were given a second chance after Katrina. Okay, Katrina destroyed our city. We blew it. All the federal money that came in, all the money that was donated to this city to help rebuild this city from countries and people from around the world. And we're worse off today than we were 18 years ago. Why? Pretty simple. Leadership choices. That's right. It comes down to leadership, ladies and gentlemen. The leadership choices that were made and the apathy that continues to plague our people are the reason why we are where we are 18 years later. Sure. A lot of you might be like me, feeling safe in my suburban bedroom community. Uh, maybe it took a long time to recover from the loss of everything that you worked for your entire life. But when you look at what we wanted to have here in New Orleans, a city that would be reborn. That's what we, all we talked about was rebirth, right? You look at it now, the life expectancy of a vibrant, safe, economically diverse New Orleans. <laughs> It's on life support. That means the state's on life support too, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, because I say it all the time. As New Orleans goes, the state goes. And, and again, somehow that got lost in translation. People forgot that. And we still don't care. We don't care about anything but, again, LSU on a, and Tulane on a Saturday. Saints on a Sunday. Where's the next festival? Where's the next party? That's us. That's us in a nutshell. We love life, but we're also apathetic on the things that really matter when you want to, when, again, in, in, in building a great city once again. And we had a chance to do that. We didn't do it. The goose is laying the golden eggs. She's sick. She's dying. And we're too busy with our own lives to see it. And I'm going to tell you right now, ladies and gentlemen, as I close, <laughs> if we don't wake up soon, and I'm going to say it again, if we don't wake up soon, The New Orleans that we love, the New Orleans that, again, that you have so much affection for, that, that again, that those that leave that long for, those that are here that want to preserve, one day will be the next Detroit. Because we're on that route right now. There's no doubt about it. And what could have been in the aftermath of the largest man-made disaster in the history of this country.
the failure of the federal levy system that, again, that pumps so much federal money into this city, into our region, money that was donated to rebuild our, our, our region. And you know who rebuilt? The people rebuilt. The people did what they had to do. The citizens did what they had to do. Even when insurance wasn't available and road home was screwing them over, whatever they had to do, people rebuilt and they did it on their own. They rebuilt their businesses. They rebuilt their schools. They rebuilt their, 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 uh, their homes. They rebuilt their lives. But government lagged behind. And government has let us down. But part of the part, part and parcel of that is the individuals you elect to be your leaders. And that's the problem we have right now. Do you really think when you want to talk about Nagin, Landrew, and Cantrell, that trifecta was going to deliver us from the largest man-made disaster in the history of this country. Are you kidding me? Fooling yourself. And we are where we are because we reap what we sow. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Don't forget about my friends at Southern Tire, Hickory & Airline in Metairie. I don't care where you live within the sound of my voice. If your vehicle's out of warranty, and you're looking for a company you can trust with your vehicle, Southern Tire is the place to bring your vehicle. The Piazza family have owned this business for 51 years, since 1972. They've been taking care of New Orleans vehicles. Look, you don't stay around that long in the automotive industry, take care of people's vehicles, unless you're doing the job right. Remember the Piazza family on site every day? Tony's junior, Tony's senior, Tony's daughter Jen, Tony's wife. They're all there every day. Uh, you'll know those ASC certified technicians. You know, my technician is Toby. Toby works on my car all the time. You probably have yours if you're, you're a customer at Southern Tire. But they've been there for decades in some cases, using the same diagnostic equipment you get at the dealership. That's right, over at Southern Tire. Even more diagnostic equipment at the dealership. And then, of course, the largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area. Nobody's got a larger selection. And all the major brands, wheels and tires of the 30-inch, you can finance it over time. Hey, you need a new uh, set of rims. Maybe your rims are damaged. They can repair your rims, or you get a new set. You want to find out more, go to southerntire.com. I trust my vehicle to Southern Tire. You can as well. Open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. 504-737-1558 is the phone number. Southerntire.com is the website. Owned by the Piazza family since 1972. Your car's out of warranty? Don't keep throwing that money at the dealership. Bring it on over to Southern Tire. Hickory and Airline in Metairie. We'll be right back after these messages. If this were a Reese's TV ad, you'd be staring at a Reese's peanut butter cup. And sure, my voice is peanut buttery smooth, but still, you need to see the peanut butter cups, right? No? I can really just say Reese's and you'll go get some? <laughs> okay. Reese's. 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 Really working, actually. Reese's. Reese's. This, I'm on to something. Reese's. 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 Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. 
Hi, Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Delahousie, the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication and the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? Friend? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry right, mouth, ringing finished? in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe. Causeway I 10 in Metairie. If you're in the market for a quality used car, come visit us at Southern Tire Auto Sales. We have a large selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for every taste and budget. Every pre-owned vehicle on the lot has been carefully inspected for safety and quality. At Southern Tire Auto Sales, we'll only sell you the best used vehicles, and we'll never sell you something we wouldn't buy ourselves. Financing is available. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment. I'll go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Hi folks, trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save at a fair price, and do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com that's acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. Demand different. Demand Dudley DeBosier. Imagine this. You've been hurt in a car crash, but the insurance company only offers you pennies on the dollar for what you need for your injuries. You realize you should have called a lawyer, but how can you afford one now? At Dudley DeBosier, that call is free, and we are the only law firm in the state with the no-fee guarantee. That means you pay us nothing, no fees, no costs, or expenses unless we get you money. That's the Dudley DeBosier difference. Call 504-444-4444. Chad Dudley, New Orleans. LA 22135788. This report is sponsored by Lowe's. Right now, during Labor Day savings at Lowe's, get up to $1,500 off select major kitchen appliances. Lowe's knows home improvement. Valid through 830. Savings vary based on purchase amount. Exclusions apply. See Lowe's.com for details. Eastbound side of the Crescent City Connection, 44 minutes Lafayette to the I-10 merge and those HOV lanes, 25 minutes right now. Westbound 610 from Norlands East to Metairie, 16 minutes in uh, slow traffic between 610 West and Canal. We have an accident on I-10 West between Irish Bayou and Michoud Boulevard. Uh, Left lane is blocked. Westbound I-10, read to the flyover, taking 17 minutes. New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhart, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. We've got a little bit of reprieve, right? It's not, it's not in the triple digits today. Uh, and hopefully, again, that is done. Uh, but again, if your air conditioning has been working overtime, I mean, I, I, this is probably the most stress your air conditioning system has had in a long time with, again, the consecutive days of over 100 degrees of, of, of temperatures that we've been able to deal with. Uh, if your AC is not blowing cool air, if your AC is struggling, uh, if you need a tune-up, if you need repairs, or again, if you need a new system, call my friends at Burkhart. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call for they come to your home of business, only doing the work that's necessary, and of course, those nature Certified technicians are up with the latest when it comes to HVAC systems. Industrial, residential, commercial, Burkhart does it all. And again, they, they, they do it again, making sure that they treat your home like their home, your business like their business. And they, un- they understand, again, uh, that they are there to be able to repair your system. They will do everything they can to repair your system. If they can't, they will offer you an opportunity to be able to, again, purchase one of the top brands in the industry like Amana. Looking for a company you can trust with your air conditioning system? Doesn't matter where you live within the sound of my voice. Burkhart can be there for you. 
you. That's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. All right. Maddie Hudak's going to join us uh, in hour number two at 515. She is the Tulane sideline reporter. Uh, she will tell us a little bit about the Greenies as they prepare for South Alabama. Uh, that is, uh, again, on ESPNU Saturday, and I believe it's a 7 p.m. kickoff. I'm, I'm, I'll double that up. Sure, double sure, double uh, check that for you uh, when we come back. Uh, and then, of course, uh, I'll take the last half hour of the program on my own. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Stick around, won't you? I done the right thing, but I must use the wrong line. I've been on the right trail, but I must use the wrong call. Hit us in a bad place, and I wonder what's good for. I've been in the right place, but I must have been the wrong time. My head is in a bad place. Having such a good time. I've been running, trying to catch hung up in my mind. Join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Eric 
Asher. Two inside New Orleans, Eric Asher with you until six, four to six weekdays right here on 106.1 FM on your radio dial. iHeartRadio app, tune in radio app, our digital platforms, Nash FM 1061.com and EricAsher.com on the World Wide Web. Hey, check us out on our social media platforms where we post the um, uh, our we post our podcast of our radio show every day uh and then of course our tv show is also posted on on our social media platforms uh as well as again great commentary uh we love to uh, also um give you some great information there and um also um we promote our sponsors on our our social media platforms so again at, at eric underscore asher on x formerly twitter eric asher on facebook inside new orleans show on instagram and also now on Threads. Our podcast is everywhere. Anchor, Spotify, our home base, but on all podcasting platforms. Search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher, and you will find that uh, fairly easily. Okay, um, this week on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports, it's going to feature uh, Les East of CrestedEsports.com. Uh, and uh, Les is a frequent guest on our program here on radio and TV. Uh, he has covered the Saints throughout training camp. He has covered the Tigers. He covers the Tigers of Daft City down south uh, and, and also CrestedySports.com and, of course, uh, the Tulane Greenway. So we will talk, touch on all that tomorrow. I'm sorry, on, on Thursday on, on the show. Getting a little ahead of myself there. On, on Thursday on the show, that is every Thursday at six at 1 o'clock with our live broadcast on LAE, 6 p.m. on LAE on Thursday night, 10 o'clock on, on the Deuce, Friday night, 9 o'clock Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on LAE, Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on the Deuce, Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. All right, Saints have um, have gotten down to the initial 53. Um, veterans that were, contracts that were terminated, and I uh, went into this extensively yesterday and today. Uh, any any veteran with four years of accrued service in the NFL, again, they are considered vested veterans. Uh, they cannot be waived. They have to be terminated. Uh, Ryan Connolly, J.P. Holtz, Jesse James, Storm Norton, Bradley Roby, Jalen Smith, Ty Summers, Darrell Williams. Players with less than four years of, of accrued service in the NFL are, 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 uh, are not vested veterans. They have to be waived. That means they go on the waiver wire. Teams that uh, All teams have an opportunity to be able to claim that player. Uh, the waiver wire is set up based on last year's uh, one-loss record. Uh, and uh, Jonathan Abram was, was, was waived today. Nick Anderson was waived today. Kawan Baker was waived today. Jake Vargas was waived. Lynn Bowden, Jr., Jerron Cage, Shaq Davis, Prince Emile, uh, Mark Evans, Chuck Vigili, uh, um Adrian Fry, Blake Gilligan, Jack Heflin, A- Anthony Johnson, Lewis Kidd, Jontre Kirkland, Tommy Kramer, Lewis Kroll, Nico Lalos, Ellis Merriweather, Smoke Mundy, Anthony Orgy, um, also Kyle Williams, Alex Filstrom, 
Tony Pride, Calvin Throckmorton. Uh, the Saints have until tomorrow at 11 a.m. Uh, when uh, the waiver wire will be closed uh, to then go and uh, select the 16 players that will be on their practice squad, which can include a combination of veterans and rookies or players with less than four years of accrued service. Um, Saints today traded uh, Will Lutz to the Denver Broncos uh, for a 2024 seventh-round pick. He has $2.4 million in dead money that can be split over the next two seasons, $1.2 million apiece. Blake Gilligan, it was reported earlier that the, that the Saints were looking to be able to uh, trade him. Uh, they found no takers. They waived him. Lou Henley is your new punter. Blake, uh, Blake Rupi is your new kicker. Uh, Jalen Smith was released today. Uh, I'm sorry, was, was terminated today uh, based on his Twitter feed. It looks as though, again, maybe some type of deal was made, and he will be back on, on, on the roster uh, after, again, the, the initial 53 uh, and the waiver wires go through as of tomorrow at 11 when, again, um, Remember, vested veterans can, can immediately sign with any team. Okay, they are unrestricted free agents. And as I mentioned, the uh, vested uh, the, the players that are not vested, uh, they uh, they have to go through the waiver wire. Also tomorrow, uh, players that are on the active roster as of today, uh, the initial 53 can be moved to short-term IR. Uh, there are eight players that can be brought back to the active roster after four weeks on IR and after their initial practice. So, again... Um, uh, we'll see again how, how many of those players are are, 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 are are there. Again, I talked about it earlier. Landon Young has been injured uh, during the preseason. He made the final. He made the initial fifty-three. Um, also, again, Traquan Smith been been uh, tampered with injury. He made the initial fifty-three. You could see both of those possibly going on IR, short-term IR, um, uh, and we'll see again how that how that plays out. Uh, remember, the practice squad will know that by tomorrow around 11 o'clock. They'll start, they'll start uh, f- filling in that practice squad with veterans and also, um, also uh, players that are either rookies or, or um, those that are not vested. The entire rookie class made the active roster. Uh, so, again, uh, we'll see again how that plays out if some of those players end up on the practice squad uh, uh, when it's all said and done and maybe veterans. I still expect the Saints to try to make some type of a deal to upgrade uh, the, the uh, offensive line, uh, the backup offensive line. So we'll, uh, we'll do that. Now, if you missed any of the first hour, uh, we went through the uh, through the, it's all the cuts. We went through the, 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 um, uh, the depth chart as it stands today. You catch that on our, our podcast, uh, and that'll, that'll be up about 30 minutes after the program ends. We will try to do this again uh, in terms of the final 53 for you before we get out of here today. But I want to go to the guest line. Uh, she does a great job of uh, doing um, um, uh, the sideline reporting uh, for the, uh, the two-lane green wave. Uh, she makes it fun. And, uh, again, uh, she saw some exciting football last year. Uh, also has a great podcast, writes for Saints Wire. Uh, she is Maddie Hudak. She joins us on, on the program. Maddie, how are you today? I'm doing well, Eric. Looking forward to seeing some football this weekend. Yeah, you're right. Uh, before we get started, you got a fantastic podcast. Tell us about that. Tell us about Saints Wire. And, of course, uh, where the folks will be able to hear you with the Green Wave this weekend. Sure. So I did my final kind of season preview on Before the Whistle today. That episode dropped, and that's on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. And like I said, I'll be kind of glad to get into a little more to analyze, but have a little more coming up this week with previewing that South Alabama kickoff. 
just like you said, I'll be on 104.1 on the spot uh, with Corey Glor and Steve Berrios an hour before kickoff starting at 6 p.m. So we will be there uh, for that packed season opener. You've seen practice. You've seen you've seen the um, uh, the scrimmages. Uh, you saw last year's team, which was again a, a dream team for again maybe the, maybe the best in, in in the history of of the of the uh, program. Compare and contrast the talent level from last year to this year. It, it's obviously hard to say without seeing some you know actual game time from the guys that they brought in, but I, I think that Tulane has really handled the transfer portal really well these last couple of years. And you kind of forget about you know guys like Lemmy Young that came in and were such key factors there, guys like Jarius Monroe who came in and stepped in midway through last year. So you know those were all as big of question marks, you could say, as the guys that are coming in now. Uh, but I think the coaching staff has really taken to this challenge well. And I just keep going back to you know the most important role is quarterback. And they have that veteran experience there, and that can – compensate for a lot of things going on elsewhere but i think that a lot of the guys are just looking forward to the challenge of stepping up and filling uh what are now great shoes to fill it's gonna be a big test this weekend actually the first three games i mean you're coming out you're gonna be battle tested as the two lane greenway but south alabama is no joke uh this is a team that that won 10 games last year um uh, again they averaged 31 points a, a game last year they were the top 65 in terms of of um uh, rushing the football top 90 in terms of passing the football um talk about this uh, talk about this challenge on saturday uh against south alabama Sure, yeah, it is not a, kind of that UMass Alcorn State sort of ramp up that Tulane had last year to kind of get things settled before they went over uh, to Kansas and, and beat Kansas State in week three. They, they start off you know, with uh, um, South Alabama. Like you said, they did really well last year. I believe it was 10-3, and three, and they're returning 19 of their 22 starters from last season. So that's a lot of experience that you have going on there. They have experience at quarterback. They have a strong rush attack. Uh, Ole Miss was kind of that real first domino in the 2021 season, I think kind of the last stop on that tour of exercising any demons uh, that might be left behind there. But I also think it's just a big opportunity for this year's football team to make a statement and say that they're here and ready to kind of be seen as their own entity and separate of last season's success. And like you said, then they go to Southern Miss. That's one of the teams that got the better of them last season. Mm -hmm. You have all that going on with Will Hall, who is the one that developed Michael Pratt from his inception and, so seeing kind of how that chess match plays out again uh, at their home stadium rather than Tulane's. And if Tulane is able to pull off that win against Ole Miss, do they you know, make sure that they have their eyes kind of set on that goal similar to how this was timed out last year? So I think you'll see a lot uh, come out of this team and their identity right, right away, like you said, in those first three games. There's really not, not time to get those growing pains out of the way. Uh, Matty Hudak is the uh, Tulane sideline reporter, host of Before the Whistle podcast. Matty, I like this team. Uh, offensively, I think they're going to be as good as they were last year. I mean, they, they've again, they've lost some players, but they're really good at the wide receiver position. Uh, they got some talent uh, again uh, at running back. We might not know who that running back is yet, but I mean, they got some. They got a talented stable there. Obviously, you mentioned quarterback. Their offensive line is solid. They're they're, they're solid at tight end uh, as well. I mean, offensively, I think they're going to be able to put points on the board. Oh, without question. I think it really starts and ends with the O-line. And just I point back to that being one of the biggest turnarounds last year was the play on the offensive line. And now you have four of those returning starters coming back and playing in concert. You're just replacing left tackle. And you replace him with someone that has you know, playing time in the SEC. You bring in a coach like Dan Roshar, and that's what sets up the run game. That's what sets up the pocket for the passing game. And 
to me, that's really kind of the most critical part there. The fact that since Sarah Hainsworth came back for Michael Pratt, will be the one snapping the ball to him. The, the center is just the most important. That's such an important relationship with the quarterback. Uh, you have just a complete veteran in Michael Pratt at this point who can win on the ground. He can win in the air. He's shown the ability to perform under pressure uh, in clutch situations and lead uh, fourth quarter comeback several times, like we saw in Cincinnati in the Cotton Bowl. And, you know, there might not be a Tajay Spears that emerges out of this year's group, but, you know, does a three-headed monster kind of compensate for that? I think that's sort of the idea where it's not necessarily trying to replace him in one fell swoop, but he offered so many things in that backfield from pass protection, picking up blitzes, being able to be a receiver in the backfield. But you see those traits in all the guys that they have there, and Slade Nagel comes back. That's the first year of consistency that Michael Pratt's going to have an offensive coordinator, but uh, he's ultimately the one that's schemed that 12-2 and team last year and you know the fact that Derek Sherman played wide receiver in college and now he's coaching the wide receivers it just seems like all the groups are really settled and ready for this challenge Amy, has, has Willie Fritz named uh, again his starting running back uh, or is it, it I, I, I have a feeling it's been by, by committee but maybe the running backs we may see this weekend yeah, so I believe he announced, and I, I'll be honest, I didn't make it down for media because I ended up moving to practice okay. to the Saints earlier, but I believe mm-hmm. Shoddy Clayton Johnson is the one that's going to get that start, but you are definitely going to see a rotation there, and I think that that question mark isn't necessarily answered yet. There's only so much that you can glean uh, from practice, and yeah, you know sure. a lot more about Shoddy Clayton Johnson and Iverson Celestine, but you have Shedra Lewis coming in, and I think it's safe to say that this is an upgrade for him in terms of an offensive line, and he's really flashed, and that could be a dark horse there. And then Arnold Barnes, he's young, but he is just, again, physically built in a way that you can't ignore. And so I'll just be curious to see how those guys kind of come on throughout the season. And you have to remember that it took Tajay a few games to click last year as well. And so kind of having that committee to take that load sometimes helps rather than have all that pressure be on one guy to replace a guy like Tajay. Manny, uh, they lost some really good defenders. I mean, you just can't discount when you lose like Williams and Anderson. You mentioned Young. Um, but they are they, they are really solid in, in, their, in, in their, their front seven. I mean, the defensive line is too deep. It could probably go three deep in some, in some spots. Uh, you, you bring in a guy like Tyler Grubbs, again, uh, to offset the, the, the loss of maybe Williams and, uh, and, uh, and Anderson. Machado comes back. You had Platt. I mean, uh, you know, Monroe is back. Uh, you know, uh, uh, well, you got Lance Robertson. I mean, the defense – with the transfers and also, again, the young players coming in and the returnees, I think there'll be a stout defense as well. Your thoughts? Oh, I'm inclined to agree. I mean, there are so many question marks, and including kind of the style of play that we're going to see, considering that it's a completely new system. There's a new defensive line coach, new defensive coordinator, who's also coaching the linebackers. They brought in a guy, you know, to specifically coach kind of the anchor secondary role, and so all of that attention kind of being paid to all those different places, but you're right. I mean, it's not just their emotional leadership and guys like Nick and, and Dory and Williams. It's, you know, the fact that they were leading, co-leading, or second on the team in tackles almost every week. So that's something I'll be looking at and who steps up in that aspect. But I agree with you that the defensive line, I mean, it, it definitely has a 3D depth chart. I can't give that information out. But, you know, they have nine guys there that have started or played in at least one game. A lot of guys returning from last year. They didn't lose guys to the transfer portal. And then you get Adonis Freelu coming back. 
And I think a lot of the tackles you saw out of the linebacker room might have come from having less depth at the defensive line. So I think that they might ultimately not be asking as much as these guys coming in to really take on that role. But I'll be very curious to see who really steps up and makes that statement on the stat sheet. Yeah, I agree with you. Now, again, uh, uh, such a big home home field advantage for the Greenies last year toward the end of the season. To see, again, the student body out there, alumni out there, again, longtime Tulane fans. I mean, there was such a vibe. Uh, What is the expectation for Saturday night uh, up at Yeoman? Uh, 7 p.m. kickoff, ESPNU. Will we see that same type of vibe? Are we going to see the same type of crowd? I think so, and I think, again, I'm going to go back and credit the student section as someone that went to that school. Now, granted, you know, they weren't playing in these games when I went there, but right. I will just never forget an hour and a half before kickoff, that student section was filled to the brim, and that is, that's a complete change of school culture to me, where people were not there prior to kickoff barely at all when I was there at school, let alone sticking around, uh, and when they were playing at the Superdome, really not going at all. And they showed up in droves, not only there, but then came all the way to Arlington. And, uh, you know, all of, all of the class of 2027 stuff with Tulane starting, it really is different. They're really integrating and leading on that football success. And so I think you'll see that in a student body that saw all of the success and fun that they had on the field, quite literally on the field for the championship game last year. <laughs> and that, to me, is what really kind of drives your base is having that strong student section that eventually transfers into the alumni that, you know, have already kind of sold out games like Memphis, which I'm sure are not Memphis. I keep getting that confused with homecoming last year. Uh, it, whatever homecoming is, is this year is already sold out. Mm-hmm. To me, that spells a ton of alumni that are making the trip down here. And the fact that there's three other, two to three other single games that are sold out, we weren't selling out, uh, you know, the week of kind of, let alone multiple games before the season last year. So I really expect that atmosphere to, to be rocking. Yeah, uh, I, I again, the, the, there should be no letdown. This that should have been the beginning of again the revitalization of athletics at, at the Tulane and, and the fan base now that has that again is going to be out there supporting their team. I did want to ask you about uh, Glover Ambrosio and will it be Jackson that will be doing the returns in terms of punts and and uh, and who will returning kicks? Uh. I am not exactly sure. I'm inclined to say that those two guys are high up on the depth chart, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you have, I, I think, pretty much your usual KPS coming, and that's something that's such a strength that's hidden to me uh, for Tulane. I mean, you bring yep. on Greg McMahon, who is just a massive breadth of knowledge, let alone all of the plays that he's pulled off as a special teams coach, but you also consider the fact that Ethan Hudak, Casey Glover, Valentino Ambrosio, how they performed last year as a unit for the first time. So they're going into their second year together. But Casey's been there, you know, I think he's on his fifth year there or something. Ethan Hudak, same thing. Valentino Ambrosio came in and really, to me, has been kind of the best kicker, if I'm forgetting anyone, since Cairo Santos in terms of being able to reliably say Tulane can make a 40-plus yard field goal kick. That completely alters how you're able to strategize on offense. You might not have to go for that fourth down that you're missing Tajay Spears in the backfield for because you have a kicker that can make it from, you know, at this point, I believe 40-70. He's made 50-yarders in camp, too, and that's just a lot of stability there. And then you have Casey Glover, who's on his second year of punting, third or fourth year of kicking, and Ethan Hudak there to snap the ball. It really is such a strong unit, and Willie Fritz points to them a lot. They emphasize special teams, and I've sat in on those meetings. The energy is there, and I think that's absolutely going to be a hidden weapon for Tulane this season. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, new field. 
Uh, again, new new uh, new locker room. Uh, eventually, again, a new on-campus practice facility. Things are just looking up for Tulane right now. Oh, without question. And I just think it's so important to see those kind of immediate dividends. I, you know, I think the indoor practice facility is so important, but that ultimately is not something that can just be built in an off-season. And so to have things like the locker room be redone, and, uh, you know, Ryan Griffin, he came back uh, and was at one of the practices. The Greenbackers had an event that it was, he was at, I mean, he he went in the locker room and said, "Yeah, I'm, that's a power five locker room to me. That really is just such a step up from what he was kind of playing with at his time at Tulane, including the playing surface. Uh, and that's where you know these guys are spending so much time either in the locker room, getting treatment, or on the field. And so to have that all of that be put in and see those immediate payoffs, especially in the day to day, the fact that it's been unbearably hot. I mean, we thankfully got some rain today. Hopefully, not yes. so much this Saturday, but." The fact that I've, I've now been able to see the absorbency of that turf and one of the downpours earlier this month, and it doesn't puddle the way it used to, but it's definitely going to be, I think, and it has been such a key factor in the health and the fact that all these guys have made it to the end of training camp kind of without dropping like flies in a way what we saw a lot of the time at the Saints. Yeah, I would agree. And look, let me say this. It's not going to be in the hundreds on Saturday. It may be in the 90s, and that's going to be a respite for anybody that's had to, had to work out in this stuff. There's no doubt about it. But before I let you go, I do want to ask you about the New Orleans Saints. You were you were there practice today. You've been you've been at training camp all 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 through the off season. Any surprises for you in terms of uh, of those that were terminated or cut? I think today was just a lesson in uh, this is not a good idea to me to go straight from 90 to 53 because I just think the ability for teams to make decisions and you have to make all of them at the exact same time. I mean, uh, the biggest surprise to me was the uh, the kicker and the punter going with the undrafted free agents. I kind of like it. It's almost to me the first move of Dennis Allen that seems like he's kind of really making his own identity here. And this team's gotten a lot younger now with the guys that they cut today. Uh, Bradley Roby would be the most shocking one to me. Uh, I've been very high on Elante Taylor. He struggled in the slot, but they also haven't really played him that much there during training camp or during OTAs. He was kind of battling for that CB2 spot at the same time. So I think being able to kind of focus on the traits at that role there, he will improve at that. But we saw how important he was as a depth piece last year, and if he's going to be starting, now it gets a lot more questionable if someone like Marshawn Lattimore goes down. Uh, Jalen Smith was the other surprise. I think that will kind of get through the waivers, but to me, I, I think it was the surprise with going with the uh, with Blake Groupie, but he made a hell of an impression all of training camp, and then to me it makes sense with the relationship between the holder and the kicker as well. That was kind of where I was leaning towards Blue Headley, but the Saints definitely made a statement today, and so did every other team. So I think a lot of teams will look a lot different in a few days just yes. as well. I agree. And it's always the initial 53, and then, of course, over the next week we'll see, again, the changes. Uh, I still think the Saints may make a deal for a offensive lineman or try to pick up someone off the waiver wire uh, to, to backstop that position. But uh, I think they got a lot of good young players going to end up on their practice squad, some veterans that end up on their practice squad. And I think this is a, this is a team that on paper is more talented than they were last year. Oh, I entirely agree, but I, I will say that I am extremely concerned about the O-line depth, and I think that as strong as this team looks, if, if those guys go down, you're looking at an offense that is just a complete, for lack of a better term, it gets to be a disaster when you get down that depth chart, and so releasing all the guys that took the preseason snaps, yeah, you kind of hope that they bring in a veteran with experience or 
I, I you know, this Calvin Throckmorton thing was really surprising, but I guess they do have Andres Pete now oddly serving as a depth piece after being that starter for so long. But the versatility that he offers, he was, you know, I believe a, a right tackle or if not a left tackle coming out of Stanford. They converted him to guard, so he might have the ability to kind of plug those gaps uh, everywhere around. But I just think like Tulane, where I have a lot of faith in them because they have that answer solved at quarterback. I think Derek Carr is just such a clear upgrade from what the Saints have had the last two years. He seemed to make everyone around him better, and, and just the energy has seemed a lot more uplifting and hungry than I think it was this year, last, last year. Yep, no doubt. Maddie, thank you for your time as always. Look forward to our conversation next week talking about a Tulane win. <laughs> okay? And uh, uh, have, have, a, have a great game on Saturday. One more time, tell the folks about how they can follow you on social media, your fantastic podcast, where they catch your writing, and of course where they catch, catch you on, on the sidelines on Saturday. Sure, everything's always on Twitter at MattyHudak underscore 94, and that's where I post my articles from the Saints Wire on USA Today. And before the whistle, like I said, before it's on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, if you search for it, but I post those links all there as well. And then, as I said, we'll post a graphic on Twitter before the game comes out, but we'll be on 104.1. The game kicks off at 7, but we will have our pregame show coming to you live at 6, and I must say I'm really looking forward to seeing some snaps of football. Yeah, you're right. No doubt. Thanks for your time, as always. We'll check with you next week. And, uh, again, uh, have, a, have, have a nice uh, Labor Day holiday as well. Thank you, Eric. Roll away. There you go. Roll away for sure. All right. Uh, don't forget about my friends at Burkhart. Uh, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. A lot of people, again, are dealing with AC systems that are, are, are just not uh, cooling. Uh, maybe they're struggling with, again, the, 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 the uh, ridiculously triple-digit temperatures we've been dealing with here in New Orleans over the last almost month, right? It feels like a month at least. Uh, if your AC system needs some help, call my friends at Burkhart. Uh, first of all, they go into your home or business with the intention of repairing your system. Only doing the work that's necessary. We'll never come up with a part that needs to be replaced, that doesn't need to be replaced. It's about honesty. Uh, again, it, it's about, again, you being able to um, uh, uh, feel comfortable with Burkhardt at your home like I do. Okay? I mean, uh, Burkhardt comes in. Go do what you got to do. I don't have to sit here and watch you. Okay? Go do what you got to do. No no big deal. I don't know the inner workers of my AC. You tell me what, what the issue is. And, again, the honesty is what, is what sets them apart. Also, uh, Nate Certified Technicians doing the continuing education to keep them up when it comes to HVAC systems. Industrial, commercial, residential, Burkhardt does it all. So again, whether you're a business owner or a homeowner and uh, you need help with your air conditioning system or you need a new system, call Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Company I've trusted for decades. You can trust them as well. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating Generator Sales and Service. That's acpromise.com. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Ken Trahan. The Three Tailgater Show is a Saturday morning tradition on 1061 Nash Icon. Tune in every Saturday morning from 10 a.m. to noon with my partner Ed Daniels of WGNO and WNOL to join me to talk sports with you every single week with your calls as well. The Three Tailgater Show, Saturday mornings, 10 a.m. to noon on 1061 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by eBay Motors. 
You'd do anything to keep your vehicle happy. Let's make sure it stays running smoothly. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, the right parts are just a click away. When you see the green check, you know that part will fit. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBayMotors.com. Let's ride. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Traffic crawling eastbound on the Crescent City Connection right now. Uh, Lafayette to the I-10 merge. It is uh, running about uh, 45, 50 minutes or so. Uh, 49-minute delay is what we're seeing here uh, between Lafayette and the I-10 merge. Also seeing slow traffic westbound I-10 read to the flyover. 17-minute ride, a 7-minute delay in westbound 610 New Orleans East to Metairie. It looks like an 11-minute ride. Michael Higgins, New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soup, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. Hi, Eric Asher, once again talking about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. This is the time of year where you want to feel comfortable, and Burkhart wants you and your family to be safe. That's why they asked me to talk about Generac Automatic Standby Generators. When the power goes out, a Generac generator from Burkhart will keep the lights on, your refrigerator on, air conditioning. It's all up and running instantly. So next time the storm hits, don't be left in the dark. Talk to Burkhart about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. If you're from New Orleans, you need to join our crew. Join the only university that represents New Orleans all day, every day. The University of New Orleans. Simply visit UNOPrivateers.com and join NOLA's team today. We are your crew. All 
All right, folks, don't forget about my friends over at Dave Miet Insurance, a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, commercial policies, serving the entire metropolitan area. That's East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and the River Parish is where the company was born. They searched over 50 companies to get you the best price for your insurance, and, of course, the service after the sale is outstanding. 504-556-0809 or D-A-V-E-M-I-L-O-E-T-I-N-S-A-N-C.com. If you're looking for an insurance agent that's got your back, go with mine. It's Dave Miet Insurance. That's, again, 504-556-0809 or D-A-V-E-M-I-L-O-E-T-I-N-S-A-N-C.com. All right, uh, I, I broached this subject on past shows, right? Um, it's not often that I, that I, that I don't agree with, 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 with uh, that, that change is needed in the city of New Orleans. Uh, especially after Lee Zurich Fox 8 investigation. You know, Lee and I are good friends. We go back a long time, going to when he was doing sports, when I first started the business back in 02. Uh, and, and, of course, we've been friends ever since. And, and I think he does a great job with his investigation. I think he is a, he's a gem for our city, okay? But I vehemently disagree with the direction that the council, New Orleans City Council is going. Now, what am I talking about? The council yesterday took the preliminary steps to open up the French Quarter to, f- to uh, food trucks and food carts. District C Council Member Freddie King uh, is, is pushing forward with an ordinance that would allow food trucks and food carts to compete with Lucky Dog, who has had an exclusive contract to sell, again, street food, hot dogs, on the street in the French Quarter since 1972. Now, I've stated this on, on previous shows. We've done this before, okay? Okay. Um, I was twelve. I was twelve years old when this when this went down in 1972, and I know why Lucky Dog was grandfathered in. Okay, my uncle was former councilman Joe DeRosa. Okay, he was on the council at the time. I have an, an, another uncle, my godfather, who again was the was the was the head of the Bourbon Street Merchants Association at the time the ordinance was passed. So again, that was happening around me when I was growing up. There's a reason why hot dogs are sold on quarter street corners and nothing else. Okay, hot dogs. Because brick-and-mortar restaurants pay taxes that run the city and the state, period. Okay? The ordinance wasn't about Lucky Dog. It, was, it wasn't about, again, having just Lucky Dog. As, it was about protecting brick-and-mortar businesses in the French Quarter. Okay? It's the reason why if you want gumbo or a poor boy or Louisiana seafood or a steak, or, okay, you have to get it in a brick-and-mortar restaurant in the French Quarter. Okay, you have to buy beer or a cocktail at a brick and mortar bar, not on a cart or a wagon. That's to protect the bars and restaurants that serve alcohol. Okay, to me, this is a short sighted move by the council in the name of diversity. Okay, let me say this. There is diversity in ownership of French Quarter leases. This is not 50 years ago, 60 years ago, 80 years ago. Okay. Okay. Again, so. To change the ordinance and name of diversity to me is a non-starter, okay? The other reason uh, that's being put out there is opportunity. Well, anyone can lease a building in the French Quarter, okay? Open up a restaurant, open up a bar, but it takes capital, right? Certainly more of an investment than it takes in a food truck or a food cart. I have no issue with food carts. I have no issue with food trucks. I've said this over and over again. But there has to be protection for brick-and-mortar restaurants in every neighborhood in the city. If a, if a bar or a restaurant, okay, wants to have, if a bar that, that doesn't have a restaurant, okay, they, they want to have a food truck outside of their business, I have no issue with that, okay? 
unless there's a restaurant down the block that's serving food. Okay, the council, I believe, in my opinion, has to tread carefully here, especially when you're talking about the proliferation of food trucks and food carts in the quarter. They're taking a huge risk here because of the of the brick and mortar quarter restaurants. What could happen down the line here? Okay, you get this proliferation of all these food, these food trucks and food carts in the quarter. All of a sudden, you're going to start seeing re- restaurants close in the French Quarter. Empty buildings turn into what? Graffiti-ridden blight. Doesn't look good for the quarter, okay? I don't, I, we don't need empty storefronts or another T-shirt shop or another strip club. We got enough of them. We have enough of them. We need more first-class restaurants, more first-class first music clubs, not less. So to me, the council's going down a slippery slope here. Then a previous wise council saw the pitfalls of street food and how it could hurt brick-and-mortar restaurants. I got no problem with street food. And look, street food's a big thing now, right? Everybody loves, oh, I want to go to my favorite food cart or my favorite, uh, my, my, my favorite um, you know, food wagon, whatever, okay? I get it. I have no issue with that. But there should be designated areas outside of the quarter for food trucks and food carts, not inside the French Quarter. Also, Councilman J.P. Morrell said he wants to open up the CBD in the warehouse district for food carts and food trucks to take advantage of major events. Let me me throw this out to you, okay? So you're a Saints fan or maybe you're a Sugar Bowl attendee, and you're you're either going to the game or leaving the game, right? Let's say you're leaving the game, right? And you stop and you eat at the food truck. Well, that's one less customer for, again, the brick-and-mortar restaurants in the CBD. I mean, think about that for a second. So you got brick and mortar restaurants in the CDD, CBD that are paying taxes. That that are that, uh, the uh, I'll, I'll go through all that in a moment. But that person's not going to that restaurant now. That person got something to eat already, and again, they're going to do something else. Whereas again, they might have went and sat down in a restaurant and had a full meal. So what does that do? It's less tax dollars for the city, less tax dollars for the state, because the person's eating eating at a food truck. Okay, he's eating, he's eating out maybe just one or two items, right? If you have a sit-down meal at a local restaurant, you're probably having drinks, appetizers, entrees, right? It makes no sense. There is a place for food trucks and food carts, but it has to be done with sensitivity to the investments in brick-and-mortar restaurants in the city. I got no issues with bars that don't serve food, partnering with a food truck or a cart vendor, okay? But we have to impress and protect the investments in, in these, that have been made in these brick-and-mortar restaurants that draw tourists and locals that pay the taxes, that funds the city and funds state, state services. Also, I'm not against entrepreneurship or small businesses or, or, or small business ownership. I'm one, okay? But we have to protect the investments made in the French Quarter, which cost more overhead than a food truck and a food cart. Lease cost, insurance, employing our citizens, overhead. I mean, the council's being short-sighted on this. And if they make this change, it's going to come back to hurt the city. And I'll say it again. I have nothing against food carts, food trucks, food wagons. But there has to be, again... They have to work in concert with the brick-and-mortar restaurants, which are the reason why people are coming to New Orleans, okay, to spend their vacation. Why we get these big events, the world-class restaurants, the neighborhood restaurants, they're the soul of this city. They have to be protected. They have to be protected. So before Freddie King, 
and, and the rest of the council makes this move, they better tread lightly. They better make sure they got it right. And let's hope that, again, that the, the lobby for the restaurant association will be there for the brick-and-mortar restaurants. Because it takes a lot. There's not a lot, of, there's not a lot of profit in restaurants at the end of the day. It's a labor of love. And I understand that for the food cart people as well, food trucks. I get it. But you're not making the investment that these individuals have made, especially in the French Quarter, where it is very, very expensive to run a restaurant. No doubt about it. All right. Let's shift gears. Um, I want to go ahead and want to go through the cuts again. I want to go through the final. Um, I want to see if I have time to go through the initial 53. Again, uh, Saints have, have, have gotten down to the initial 53. Ryan Connolly, J.P. Holtz, Jesse James, Storm Norton, Bradley Roby, Jalen Smith, Ty Summers, and Darrell Williams were, were, um, um, were terminated. Their contracts were terminated because they were vested veterans. Players that have to go through the waiver wire will be Jonathan Abram, Nick Anderson, Kawan Baker, Jake Bargus, Lynn Bowden Jr., Jerron Cage, Shaq Davis, Princey Mealy, Mark David, um, sorry, Mark Evans II, Chuck Fagilia, Adrian Fry, Blake Gilligan, Jack Heflin, a- Anthony Johnson, uh, Lewis Kidd, John Trey Kirkland, Tommy Kramer, Lewis Krull, Nick La- Nick Nico Lalos, El uh, Merriweather, Smoke Monday, Anthony Orgy, uh, Kyle Phillips, Alex Filstrom. Troy Pride, Calvin Throckmorton were all waived by the Saints today. Uh, as mentioned, uh, tomorrow morning, 11 o'clock, is, uh, is when the teams um, uh, can get their practice squads together. Uh, and at that point, uh, uh, the, uh, uh, any, any player that, that, that passes through waivers will be a, a free agent to be signed with any, any team. The, the veterans that were waived today are unrestricted free agents and can sign with any team at any time. Also, again, players that will go on IR tomorrow. Uh, that, that had to be on the initial 53 so they could be brought back during the season on short-term IR. Eight players can be brought back to the active roster after, again, a four-week uh, uh, stint on, on, on the injury reserve, on short-term injury reserve. Those players will be moved tomorrow. Uh, veterans can be moved on, onto the practice squad, remember, under the new rules, uh, much like, again, those that are not vested veterans. And, of course, the Saints made a trade today uh, in which they traded Will Lutz to the Denver Broncos for a 2024 seventh-round pick. He leaves behind $2.4 million in dead money that can be split over the next two seasons, 1.2 this year, 1.2 next year. Also, Blake Gilligan lost his job uh, to uh, Lou Henley. Uh, the 30-year-old rookie out of the University of Miami, the Australian, will be kicking for the, will be punting for the Saints this year. Uh, Gilligan, it was reported, was being shopped for a trade. That did not happen. Also, Jalen Smith was one of the, one of the player veterans that were terminated today uh, based on his Twitter feed today, X feed. Uh, again, it looks like he will be back with the team. They probably have to do again just some 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 capodomics where you know work with the uh, work with the uh, initial fifty three, and then we'll see some changes. The fifty three you see today on this roster are not the final fifty three. They're not the final 53 we're going to see against the Titans in two weeks. They're not the final 53 we might see in three weeks from now, okay? Because, again, you know the first couple weeks of the NFL season is ever-changing. But, uh, again, it'll be interesting to see how many of their young players they can bring back and put on their practice squad. Uh, the Saints got a really nice young class. Their entire draft class made the initial 53, which is good news. Some of those players may end up on the practice squad uh, without having to go through with, with, uh, 
some of those other players may end up on the practice squad. But uh, Saints had a lot of talent in, in, in this camp this year and some really good players that, again, you would hate to lose to some other teams, especially young players with upside. So uh, I'm sure that, again, the coaches, when they have this conversation about waving these players, we want you back on our practice squad. Now it's going to come down to this. I said this before. Veterans uh, that were terminated, they're going to have an opportunity to go directly on, our, on a roster. Uh, the, the difference between, again, making um, around $58,000 a week and $35,000 a week is, is a big difference for a veteran uh, when you start talking. And some of those veterans won't make, again, uh, the maximum in terms of, uh, uh, of what they're going to get. I mean, some players only get $11,500 a week uh, if they have two or fewer cruise seasons. Veterans that, that have more experience can make between fifteen four and nineteen nine a week uh, uh, for a full 18-week season, about 207000 okay, for those players, as opposed to what they would make in terms of the millions or hundreds of thousands if ultimately they were on the active roster all season long. So, also so another thing you have to watch for is the Saints cutting veterans or, or releasing veterans or terminating veterans like they did today uh, and not bringing them back until week two. Uh, because, again, team players that are, are not on the active roster for the first week of the season, uh, any player signed after that, again, their, pro, their, their, their contracts are not guaranteed. If you're on the roster and you're a vested veteran in week one, no matter whether the Saints cut you, keep you, whatever, you, again, your, your, your salary is guaranteed for the full season. So, again, we may see some players that, might that again, they're veterans. They were with this team during the um, during the preseason uh, that didn't get picked up by another team that end up back on the Saints, but they don't end up back, back on the Saints until week two, okay, because they don't want to give them the, the guaranteed money against the cap. Um, Saints right now, uh, again, let me look at this real quick, if I can find this for you quickly before, because we gotta, we're up against a break here. Estimated cap space for the Saints right now, $12 million. They got some money. Okay. Now, some of that money is going to be used, like they did with Cam Jordan, to maybe extend some players that are going to have these poison pills on, on, on their contracts for next year with all this dead money is going to hit. Uh, some of that may be utilized to be able to try to make a trade. I still believe, again, that there's a position that needs to be backstopped. It is going to be the offensive line. Muttery Mike called early in the first, uh, first hour. He talked about a veteran wide receiver. I'm not against that. I mean, I've been on that train all offseason long. Uh, but, again, they have some other, other um, options now, especially with a Jimmy Graham coming over, a Foster Murrow coming over, and, and, a, Jawan, and a Jawan Johnson at the tight end position. Uh, when you start talking about you know, their ability to catch the football, uh, which can help Alvin Kamara out the backfield, Jamal Williams. I mean, I've said it before. I think they're going to be deadly in the red zone this year. I'll be disappointed if they're not one of the top five teams in the red zone this year with the weapons that they have they can put on the field any time in the red zone. That ought to be something to watch. And the other thing is, again, you know, the ability to stop the run. Saunders, Shepard, you you talk about, again, uh, Brzee, you know, uh, uh, Roach. Those are your top four. Um, You know, the ability to stop the run. They stop the run, they're going to be a ferocious defense because they're going to have the ability then to, to pin their ears back, rush the passer because they have a great secondary behind them. Uh, so we'll see again how that plays out. But again, the initial three is set. We'll see what happens again over the next four to five days on, again, who the Saints bring back, who they let go, and who they may be able to bring in via trade. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I am your host, Eric Asher. Remember, if you missed any of today's program, our podcast goes up at least 30 minutes after the program, so you can catch that at your leisure. And, of course, tomorrow, I'm uh, sorry, on Thursday, I keep jumping to tomorrow. I'm, like I'm, trying to get to, I'm trying to get to the Labor Day holiday a little quicker. Um, on Thursday, Les East, CrestedSports.com is my guest on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. We'll be right back. 
Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Opelie. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. Get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Mead Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeadInsAgency.com. Eric Ashby with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Mike, I was craving the best breakfast in town. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, but they were closed, so I'm back here at the TikTok Cafe instead. You know, that's not nice. Come on, man. You know we aim to please. You got to get a better aim, pal. Stop. You know we never close, huh? Well, neither does the morgue, so what's your point? Ah, you unbelievable. You know, you got to admit, we've got the best prices in town. Gluten-free? I think you're missing the point, bud. The TikTok Cafe in the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we do it all. Whether it's a simple oil change, wheel alignment, preventive maintenance, brake repair, installation of a custom exhaust or suspension system. If you need repairs on climate control systems, cooling systems, electronic or electrical systems, we are the experts. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we are truly your one-stop shop for all your automotive needs. Hickory and Airline in Metairie open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504 736 7158 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. The Sugar Bowl and Louisiana Tourism proudly present the Sugar Bowl Country Kickoff featuring Garth Brooks with special guests Lainey Wilson and Nitty Gritty Dirt Band Saturday, September 2nd at the Caesars Superdome. Celebrate college football's opening weekend in New Orleans with the Sugar Bowl's inaugural festival of country music. On sale now at Ticketmaster.com slash Garth Brooks. Tickets $98.95 all-inclusive. Don't miss Louisiana's Sugar Bowl Country Kickoff featuring Garth Brooks. This report is sponsored. Sponsored by eBay Motors. You do anything to keep your vehicle happy. Let's make sure it stays running smoothly. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, the right parts are just a click away. When you see the green check, you know that part will fit. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBayMotors.com. Let's ride. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Traffic crawling eastbound on the Crescent City Connection right now. Uh, Lafayette to the I-10 merge. It is uh, running about uh, 45, 50 minutes or so. Uh, 49-minute delay is what we're seeing here uh, between Lafayette and the I-10 merge. Also seeing slow traffic westbound I-10 read to the flyover. 17-minute ride, a 7-minute delay in westbound 610 New Orleans East to Metairie. It looks like an 11-minute ride. Michael Higgins, New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center. 
Don't forget about my friends at Burkhart. You come home tonight, AC is not blowing cool air. There's no way you want to do a night without air conditioning. Call my friends at Burkhart. They have after-hour service for you. Of course, 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call for they come to your home of business. And truly, a company can trust. A company I've trusted for three decades, industrial, residential, commercial. Burkhart's the one. You can trust Burkhart. That's acpromise.com. All right, I want to thank Maddie Hudak for joining us on the program today. Also, again, I want to thank Rudy back at Studio producing our program. All the great sponsors sponsor our program. Each and every one of them, we thank each and every one. And we thank you for supporting those sponsors. Hey, you want to find out more about our sponsors? There's a slideshow of our sponsors on our website, ericasher.com. Click on the icon of your favorite sponsor. It'll take you right to their website. Everything you know about those sponsors is right there. Hey, Jude Young's coming up next with All Access. You know he's got a great take on the Saints and what's going on in sports. Keep it right here on 106.1 FM. And, of course, tomorrow it'll be Katie's Day. Brought to, brought to you by our friends at Katie Sean Fazan of Fox 8 Sports and celebrity chef Scott Craig will be our guest. I'm Eric Asher. Have a wonderful evening to all. It's cooler temperatures at 100 degrees outside. Rejoice from the dog catching the governor. That includes the mayor. They all got to go. We ain't, we ain't going to lose no more without a fight. Better do that right.